been solved. We, there was nothing left for us to do but pick up a simple kit of spiritual tools laid at our feet. We have found much of heaven and have been rocketed into a fourth dimension which of existence which there is and had not even dreamed. Amen. This is nonetheless that we have had deep affected spiritual experiences which revolutionized our whole attitude towards life, towards our fellow towards God's universe. The central fact of our lives today is the absolute certainty that our Creator has entered into our hearts and our lives, which is deep miraculous. He has commenced to accomplish those things for us which we could not do by ourselves. If you are seriously alcoholic as we were, we believe there's no middle of the class solution. We were in a position where life was becoming impossible and we had passed into the region for which there's no return through human aid. We had but two alternatives. One was to go on to the bitter end, blotting out the consciousness of our intolerable situation as best we could, and the other was to accept spiritual help. This we did because we honestly wanted to and were willing to make the effort. Page 86, please. 86. On awakening. Uh, On awakening, let's think about our 24 hours ahead. Should we consider our plans for the day before we even begin? We ask God to correct our thinking, especially asking Him to divorce us from self pity, self desires, and self seeking motives. These, under these conditions, we, we employ our fac- mental faculty with insurance for after all God gave us brains to use our thought life and place on a much higher plane when we're thinking when our thinking is clear of wrong motives. And thinking about our day, we base the decision we may be able to determine which course to take. <clears throat> Here's what we ask for God for inspiration and a tune of thought. We don't struggle. We often are surprised how the right answers come if we try this for a while. What used to be the hunch or the occasional inspiration gradually becomes a working part of the mind. Be still inexperienced and having just made conscious contact with God, it is not probable that we are going to be inspired at all times. We might pay for this presumption and all sorts of absurd action and ideas. Nevertheless, we find that our thinking will, as time passes, be more and more on the plane of inspiration. We come to rely upon it. We usually conclude the period of meditation with a prayer that we be shown all through the day what is our next step to be. That we be given whatever we need to take care of such problems. We ask especially for freedom from self-will and are careful not to make no requests for ourselves only. We may ask for ourselves if others will be helped. We are careful never to pray for our own selfish ends. Many of us have wasted a lot of time doing that. And it doesn't work. You can easily see why. If Zuckerberg had warned, we asked our, our wives, our friends to join us in morning meditation, and we belong to a religious domination which requires definite morning devotion, we attend that also. If not members of religious bodies, we, we sometimes select and memorize a few set prayers which emphasize the principles that we have been discussing. There are many helpful books and also suggestions made. Suggestions about these may be obtained by one's priest, minister, or rabbi. Be quick to see where religious people are right. Make use of what they have to offer. As we go through the day, we pause when agitated or doubtful and ask for the right thought or action. We constantly remind ourselves we are no longer running the show. Humbly saying to ourselves many times each day, Thy will be done. 
We are then much less danger of excitement, fear, anger, worry, self-pity, or foolish decision. We become much more efficient. We do not tire so easily, for we are not burning up energy foolishly as we did when we were trying to arrange life to suit ourselves. It works. It really does. Page 416, please. It helped me a great deal to become convinced that alcoholism was a disease, not a moral issue. That I had been drinking as a result of a compulsion, even though I had not been aware of that compulsion at that time. And that sobriety was not a matter of willpower. The people of AA had something that looked much better than what I had, but I was afraid to let go of what I had in order to try something new. There was a certain sense of security in the familiar. At last, acceptance proved to be the key to my drinking problem. After I'd been around AA for seven months and tapering off alcohol and pills, now finding the program working very well, I was finally able to say, Okay, God, it is true that I, of all people, strange as it may seem, and even though I didn't give my permission, really, really am an alcoholic of sorts, and it is all right with me. Now what am I going to do about it? When I stopped living in the problem and began living in the answer, the problem went away. From that moment on, I have not had a single compulsion to drink. Thank you so much for coming on here to today's Zoom class. We're going to be reading the AA Big Book excerpts, highlights of the books that make a difference in our lives. We're going to start off with reading the uh, Set Aside Prayer. Lord, I set aside everything I think I know about you about my fellow man this program for a fresh new idea and outlook on you on my fellow man and staying sober today with this program in jesus name amen all right let's go ahead and say the serenity prayer please god Grant me the serenity to accept the things I cannot change, the courage to change the things I can, and the wisdom to know the difference. Amen. Hey, happy Thursday. (coughs) Happy Thursday, excuse me. All right, let's go ahead and get started. We're going to start today with page 416, and then we'll back off a little bit. Okay, we'll go all the way back, and uh, Dr. Bob is on YouTube, and this is his writings. He says, uh, would you start us off, Rick, please? 416. 416, go ahead. Do you want me to start? Yes, sir. Okay. It helped me a great deal to become convinced that alcoholism was diseased, not a moral issue. I have been drinking a result of a compulsion, even though I have not been aware of that compulsion at the time. If sobriety was not a matter of willpower, but the people of AA had something that looked much better than what I had. I was afraid to let go of what I had in order to try something with a certain sense of security and familiar. At last, it simply has proven to be the key to my drinking problem. After I've been around AA for seven months of finding the program now, finding the program working very well, I was finally able to say, okay, God, it's true. All people, strange or many seem, even though I didn't get my permission, really, really have an alcoholic of sorts. It's all right with me. Now, what am I going to do about it? When I stopped living in the problem, began living in the answer, the answer of the problem went away. So when I began, on that moment on, I have not had a single motion to drink. And the, and acceptance is the answer to all my problems. 
today, <clears throat> excuse me, when I am disturbed, it is because I find some person, place, thing, or situation, some fact of my life unacceptable to me, and I can find no serenity until I accept that person, place, thing, or situation as being exactly the way it's supposed to be at this moment. Nothing, absolutely nothing happens in God's world by mistake. Until I can accept my alcoholism, I cannot stay sober. Unless I accept life completely on life's terms, I cannot be happy. I need to concentrate not so much on what needs to be changed in the world as on what needs to be changed in me and my attitudes. Shakespeare said, all the world's a stage and all the men and women merely players. He forgot to mention that I was the chief critic. I was always able to see the flaw in every person, every situation. And I was always glad to point it out because I knew you wanted perfection just as I did. AA and acceptance has taught me there's a bit of good in the worst of us and a bit of bad in the best of us. That we are all children of God and we have the right to be here. When I complain about me or about you, I am complaining about God's handiwork. I am saying that I know better than God. what I can get out of it, when I focus my mind on what's good about it, 
Rather than what's wrong with it, the meaning keeps getting better, better, and better. When I focus on what's good today, I have a good day. And when I focus on what's bad, I have a bad day. If I focus on a problem, the problem increases. If I focus on the answer, the answer increases. Let's go back to page 25, please, where it says, The fact is that most alcoholics, for reason yet obscure, have lost the power of choice and drink. Our so-called willpower practically becomes inexistent, non-existent. We are unable at certain times to bring into our consciousness with sufficient force the memory of the suffering and humiliation of even a week or a month ago. We are without defense against the first strength. Pass. established in an individual with alcoholic tendencies he has probably placed himself beyond human aid and unless locked up may die or go permanently insane these stark and ugly facts have been confirmed by legions of alcoholics throughout history but for the grace of god there would have been thousand more convincing demonstrations so many want to stop but cannot there is a solution Almost none of us like the self-searching, the leveling of our pride, the confession of our shortcomings, which the process requires for a successful consummation. But we saw that it really worked in others, and we had come to believe in the hopelessness and futility of life we have been living in. When, therefore, we were approached by those in whom the problem had been solved, there was nothing left for us but to pick up the simple kit of spiritual tools laid at our feet. We have found much of heaven, and we have been rocketed into a fourth dimension of existence of which we have not even dreamed. The great fact is this is nothing left. That we have had a perfected spiritual experience that we have revolutionized a whole attitude towards life, towards our goals, and towards God's universe. The central fact of our lives today is that the absolute certainty that, that our Creator has entered into our hearts and and lives in a way which is seen miraculous. He has commenced and accomplished those things for which we could never do, for, never do by ourselves. If you were seriously up on that or believe that there is no middle road solution, but we were in a position where life is becoming impossible, and if we had to pass through a region where which there was no return through human aid, but we had but two alternatives. One was go to the bitter end, blotting out the consciousness or double situation best as we could, and the other was to accept spiritual help. This we did because we honestly wanted to, or will it make the effort? Amen. Let's turn to page 420, please. 420. Perhaps, perhaps the best thing of all for me is to remember that my serenity is inversely proportional to my expectations. 
The higher my expectation of Max and other people are, the lower is my serenity. I can watch my serenity level rise when I discard my expectations. But, but then my rights try to move in, and they too can force my serenity level down. I have to discard my rights as well as my expectations by asking myself, how important is it really? How important is it compared to my serenity, my emotional sobriety? And when I place more value on my serenity and sobriety than on anything else, I can maintain them at a higher level, at least for the time being. self-seeking motives. Under these conditions, we can employ our mental faculties with assurance, for after all, God gave us brains to use. Our thought life will be placed on a much higher plane when our thinking is clear of wrong motives. In thinking about our day, we may face indecision. We may not be able to determine which course to take. Here we ask God for inspiration, an intuitive thought or a decision. We relax and take it easy. We don't struggle. We're often surprised how the right answers come after we have tried this for a while. What used to be the hunch or the occasional inspiration gradually becomes a working part of the mind. Being still inexperienced and having just made conscious contact with God, it is not probable that we are going to be inspired at all times. We might pay for this presumption in all sorts of observed actions and ideas Nevertheless, that we find that our thinking will, as time passes, be more and more on the plane of inspiration, we come to rely upon it. We should conclude this period of meditation with a prayer that was shown throughout the day, what our next step is to be. We are given whatever we need is to take care of such problems. We especially ask for freedom of self-will and are careful to make no request for ourselves only. We may ask for ourselves, however, if others can be helped, we are careful never to pray for our own selfish yes, Many of us have wasted a lot of time doing that. It doesn't work. It is to see why. Circumstances warning, we ask our, our wives, our friends to join us in morning meditation and become belong, if, if belong to religious domination, which requires definite morning devotion. We can also, if uh, members of religious bodies, we sometimes select and memorize a few set prayers that emphasize the principles at which we've been discussing. There are many helpful books out there, so there's many things that may be obtained by one priest, minister, or rabbi. Be quick to see where religious people are right, make use of what they have to offer. Amen. Um, as we go through the day, we pause when agitated or doubtful and ask for the right thought or action. We constantly remind ourselves we are no longer running the show, humbly saying to ourselves many times each day, Thy will, thy will be done, 
We are then in much less danger of excitement, fear, anger, worry, self-pity, or foolish decisions. We become more efficient, much more. We do not tire so easily, for we are not burning up energy foolishly as we did when we were trying to arrange life to suit ourselves. It works, it really does. Let's turn back to page 63, please. 76, please. 76, when ready, we say something like this. My creator, I am now willing that he should have all of me, good and bad. I pray that you now remove from me every single defect of character which stands in the way of my usefulness to you and my fellows. Grant me strength as I go out from here to do your bidding. Amen. We have then completed uh, step seven. Okay, let's go ahead and jump to page 552, please. 552. I'll start it off. He said, in effect, if you have a resentment you want to be free of, if you will pray for that person or the thing that you resent, you will be free. If you will ask in prayer for everything you want for yourself to be given to them, you will be free. Ask for their health, their prosperity, their happiness, and you will be free. Even when you don't really want it for them and your prayers are only words and you don't mean it, go ahead and do it anyway. Do it every day for two weeks and you will find you have come to meet it and want it for them. And you will realize that where you used to feel bitterness and resentment and hatred, you now feel compassionate, understanding, and love. It worked for me then and it has worked for me many times since and it will work for me every time I am willing to work it. Sometimes I ha first have to ask for the willingness, but it too always comes. And because it works for me, it will work for all of us. As another great man says, the only real freedom a human being can ever know is doing what you ought to do because you want to do it. This great experience that released me from the bondage of hatred and replaced it with love is really just another affirmation of the truth I know. I get everything I need in Alcoholics Anonymous, and everything I need I get, and when I get what I need, I am verily find that it was just what I wanted all the time. Amen. Page 100, please. 100. Those people have a week to live. When we look back, we 
about that were much better than anything we could ever plan. Follow the answer of a higher power and you will presently live in a new and wonderful world, no matter how much your what your present circumstances. Amen. Page eighty three, please. today's reflection meeting AA's main tap root for October 19 let's go ahead and pray God 
Grant me the serenity to accept the things I cannot change, the courage to change the things I can, and the wisdom to know the difference. Amen. Alcoholics Anonymous is a fellowship of men and women. I am a member. I am a product of AA. I'm not officially a spokesperson for AA. This is, I'm just a product. It's my individual opinion. So please take what you like and leave the rest. It has nothing to do with Alcoholics Anonymous, the, uh, the, the movement. I'm just a product of being changed from a seemingly hopeless situation, couldn't stop drinking, to uh, enjoying life, enjoying every day, and I'm grateful, and helping others. <clears throat> Best way to live, a highlight of my life. Fernando... You're a grateful alcoholic. Today's reading says, AA's main taproot. The principle that we shall find no enduring strength until we first admit complete defeat is the main taproot from which our whole society has sprung and flowered. 12 Steps and 12 Traditions, page 21 and 22. Defeated, excuse me, defeated and knowing it. I arrived at the doors of AA alone and afraid of the unknown. A power outside of myself had picked me up off my bed, guided me to the phone book, then to the bus <clears throat> bus stop and through the doors of Alcoholics Anonymous. Once inside AA, I experienced a sense of being loved and accepted, something I had not felt since early childhood. May I never lose the sense of wonder I experienced on that very first evening with AA. The greatest event of my entire life. Wow. Amen. Beautiful, beautiful. I'm Fernando Alcoholic. I came in with a chip in my shoulder, and I was pushing everybody back, especially from touching my feelings, and didn't trust nobody for a long time. So I found out that you didn't want anything of me. You you left me alone in the AA rooms as I came in with my court card and signed it. And I just watched you guys and listened for about a year. Then I had, I heard that pop, you know, and then another pop. And I came to, I came to believe, I came to desire God, desire sobriety, desire literature like you can't believe. I got an incredible hunger for literature. And it's always been my drug of choice, literature. We have, you know, I came to the conclusion that I'm not going to read all these books in a lifetime. And we must get them and start giving them away. But, you know, I'd given them away two or three times in my lifetime, boxes and boxes. And they always come back, and even more. And now with the Kindle and the computers... Is endless. I'm grateful for the written word. Apparently, that's what we're made of. And apparently, is the words that I have in me that constitutes faith, hope, laughter, and joy. The structure of the words I have inside me constitutes for love, joy, happiness, um, satisfaction. Amen. Well satisfied. Okay, let's go ahead and move on. I'm going to read what our K 
King Solomon has our sponsor, what he has to say for today. Today is the 19th. And it says, Better is the poor walking in his integrity than one of perverse lips who is a fool. Also, desire without knowledge is not good. And he who hurries with his feet sins. It's always best to stop and pray and thank God. You know, the word to have his presence to go before us. You know, the word presence has a very simple connotation and simple way to understand how God can be present with a human being. Check it out. Pre-sense. I have a sense that, that a wisdom is before me and is talking to me. Pre-sense. Presence. Pre-sense. Very simple. In Proverbs, it says, Acknowledge the Lord thy God, and his pre-sense will help you, and you will have success in all you do. Wow. What a, what a wonderful thing. It, the Lord God that will be with us and walk with us and help us not to make those foolish decisions, right? Like getting ourselves in more than we can handle. Why? Because we have enthusiasm, we have joy, we have laughter, we have love, and we get out there and we and we hurt ourselves with those powerful tools because we don't know how to administrate them. Without knowledge is not good, and he who hurries with his feet sins. So the best thing to do is to surrender these these skills, these godly gifts to God, put them in his hands, and say, Lord, I put into your hands all my all my troubles, all my desires, all my skills, godly skills, all the things that you taught me and my enthusiasm, I put them in your hand. And that, that your presence may go before me and we may use them rightly. Amen. So be it, folks. The foolishness of man perverts his way and his heart is rough against the Lord. Isn't that amazing? When we fail, we blame our parents. Either we blame ourselves, we blame our parents, we blame others, or we ultimately blame God. How many people are mad at God? I am mad at God. He promised something and he didn't come true. Well, what was our part? Porno, gambling, cussing, drinking? And then we want to put God on, a, on the corner and, and what, are, what are we? The judge, the, the uh, trial, and the esc. Amen. I leave God alone. I said, thank you, God. I know I'm wrong, but I don't know how to fix it. I need your help. That's my prayer, folks. I don't know about you guys, but I've failed enough to keep, to surrender and say, uncle. Number four, wealth adds many friends, but the poor is separated from his friend. A false witness does not go unpunished, and he who brings out lies does not escape. Many entreat the favor of the noble, and all are friends to him who gives gifts. 7. All the brothers of the poor shall hate him. How much more shall his friends go far from him? He pursues promises. They are gone. I'm reading from the Passion Translation, folks. He who gets heart his own life. He who gets heart loves his own life. He who guards understanding finds good. I don't understand this. Number eight, the way it was put together. 
He who has a big heart loves his own life. He who guards understanding finds good. You need to guard understanding. We need to understand where we're headed. You know? Number nine, a false witness does not go unpunished. And he who breathes out lies perishes. One of the important things, we must speak the truth and we live. If we speak lies, we perish. Number 10, luxury is not fitting for a fool, much less for a servant to rule over princes. Every time I say that, I think about, wow, I need to wash my truck and make it look good and wax it for the luxury that God has given me. Amen. Number 11, a man's discretion makes him patient and his adorning is to pass over a transgression. In other words, it is honor for us to overlook an offense. Okay? That is honor. That's a real man because we're made in the image of God. And how many offenses does God look over? His mercy is is to the heavens as high as the sky is. That's how high God's mercy is. A man's discretion makes him patient. And his adorning is to pass over a transgression. The sovereign's wrath is like the roaring of a lion, but his light is like the dew on the grass. A foolish son is a calamity to his father, and the contentions of a wife are a continual dripping. Houses and riches are the inheritance from fathers, but an understanding wife is from the Lord, is from God, from Jehovah, from Adonai. (laughs) Number 15, laziness makes one fall into a deep sleep, and an idle being suffers hunger. You know, to prepare for the next day is to go to sleep early. Don't eat a lot. Keep your guts clean. And and read before you sleep and pray. And ask God for a, a glorious day. And be ready for the next day. So laziness won't hit you. Don't get hooked on not being prepared. Be prepared. He who guards the command guards his life. He who despises his way dies. He who guards the command, in other words, instructions, reproofs are the way of life, disciplines, guards his life. He who despises his ways dies. Ooh. Ask God to give you more love for yourself if you're sloppy and and taking care of your situations. Just ask them to give you more love for yourself. You may have to go through a beating to get that love out, but it's better than where we're headed. That's very encouraging, huh? Amen. He who shows favor to the poor lends to the Lord, and the Lord repays his deeds. Discipline your son because there is expectation, and do not set your being on his destruction. Actually, I'm not in the Passion Translation. I'm in the uh, T.S., whatever that is, 2009, the Scriptures. It's called the Scripture Bible. Huh. 
He who shows favor to the poor lends to the Lord and repays his deed. Discipline your son because there is expectation and do not set your being on his destruction. Discipline your son with right and wrong explanations, truth and consequences. Do not yell, do not beat up his spirit. Let him grow into the entrepreneur, hardworking person he wants to be. And do not set your being on his destruction. Discipline yourself. One of great wrath bears punishment. For if you rescue him, you only have to do it again. One of great drinking and brawling and and fighting and messing up needs to bear the punishment. For if you rescue him, you only have to do it again and again. Okay? They have to go through hunger like I did. I thank God that there was no one around me that I came to myself. I finally cried out to God. I had to bear my own punishment. I had no one to rescue me. Listen to counsel, verse 20, and accept discipline so that you are wise in your later end. Okay, the key is acceptance. When you somebody tells you something, say, hey, asshole, you got shit coming out of your ears and you're getting it all over everyone, you know, pick up your pants and, and buckle them and go get a job. Now, if you accept discipline, it turns to honor so that you are wise in your later end, in your later years. Time goes by too fast. Accepting discipline is letting it in even though it hurts. You know, I had some guys in construction, a very fit young guy that we were working with, and boy, he do exercise in the morning and everything, and he just ticked me off. I was out of shape, and I was, you know, not... And today, I, I receive his... his uh, his uh, discipline and do the things that it required to do to tone up the, the, the body before you go to work. But it wasn't, the medicine was not, I didn't, I didn't take it, you know, I didn't accept it in the beginning. But now I think about it and that was God sending him, sending a Marine to instruct me. What I wanted is to not lose the, the discipline in toning up the body. God will answer our, pr- our prayers, but we must be take, take the scourging, take it. It is good for us. Amen. 21. Many are the plans in a man's heart, but it is the counsel of the Lord that stands. His pre-sense, his presence that stands, his unction, his uh, something told me, the hunches, that will stand. Your curiosity. Many are the plans of man's heart, but it is the counsel, the wise words of the Lord that stands before our forehead and our front loaf, loaf, and our front brains that will guide us. You know, always asking God what, why, when, who, where, how in the morning, and you will get answers to that. Number 22, what is desirable in a man is his loving commitment, and a poor man is better than a liar. What is desired in a man is loving commitment. We just continue to go, and if we mess up, it's our fault. If it doesn't work with with the things of God, it's our fault. And we keep trying and trying again. He already told us 
And we're in a broken world. It's going to get tangled. It's going to get this. So accept the problems of life as a way of life. Problems are a way of life. I just accept it and deal with it and fix it. And have joy in fixing them. You can have joy in fixing problems, guys. The fear of the Lord leads to life. And he who remains satisfied is not visited by evil. Hallelujah. There you go again. There's the reward. The fear. Okay, honoring God. The fear of the Lord. Who made the orange? Who made the strawberry? Who made the apple? Who gives you food when you're hungry? The fear of the Lord leads to life. Who gave you the breath of life? Who has loved you and maintained you when you were born so you can not die and, and wither? He, the person who remains satisfied with what they have, he is not opening the door to be visited by evil. Amen. Stay away from those people that are never satisfied and always cranky. You know. They are being visited by evil. Number 24, a lazy one buries his hand in a dish and does not bring it back to his mouth. There you go. A person that's been getting uh, money from the government or people and stuff is not too lazy to get out there and get a job to, to buy his own food. Amen. Strike a scoffer and the simple is made wise and reprove one who has understanding and he discerns knowledge. Strike a scoffer, okay? And others looking at that situation will become wise and reprove one who has understanding. There's hope for the one who has understanding and he discerns knowledge, amen. He who plunders a father, chases away his mother, is a son causing shame and bring it. Reproach. I don't know what that word reproach is, but it sounds like a roach to me. Reproaches poverty. 27. Cease, my son, to hear discipline, and you will stray from the words of knowledge. That's why it's so important that we read something, pray something, talk about God's word every day, because we leak. I leak. I leak of the information. In the morning, there's words all over the sheet. I have leaked all everything I learned the, the, the day before. So here I go again. I get into to get connected with the Most High, get on, get on my knees and ask God to help me to stay sober today and help me to see His glory in everything that's created. Amen. It's a simple prayer and it's fun. It's satisfying. Verse 27, Cease my son to hear discipline. In other words, isn't it important that it says discipline? To hear words of knowledge, another translation that says, and you, sh and if you stop, you will stray from the words of knowledge. How many of us have strayed from the right situation, and we thought we had it made? We we had a little bit of knowledge, but after a while, the knowledge disappears, and we have no wisdom. Wisdom is acting on that knowledge, and we do foolish things and get right back into trouble. Because we stop reading, we stop learning, we stop being curious, we start help, stop helping others, being of a provider. A witness of scorn, right ruling, and the mouth of the wrong ones devour wickedness. 
that is. That was number 28. 29 judgments are in store for scoffers and beatings for the back of fools. Did you hear that? Judgments are reserved. Judgments are reserved for scoffers. Some people that scoff others, judgment is up. They judge their own, own selves. In other words, the Passion Translation says, Judgment is waiting for those who mock the truth. Judgment is waiting for those who mock the truth. And foolish living invites a beating. Foolish living invites a beating. Amen. Number 28 said, A corrupt witness makes a mockery of justice, for the wicked never play by the rules. Isn't that amazing? I've been there. And, and the rules came back and punished me ten times. Folks, you cannot try to be crooked and get away from it. It will come back and get you ten times. Ask me how I know. Thank you so much for coming in here. Let's go ahead and thank God for our sobriety today. Thank you, God, that we are sober. Thank you, God, for giving us, helping us to stay sober today. Thank you for helping us to see your glory and your creation, that you created all. All is yours, Lord. You are Lord boss, master, creator of all things, Lord, and we fear you and honor you and give you the glory and the praise. In Jesus' name, amen, family. See you tomorrow. Go in peace. Thank you for stopping by.